Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Michelle, I thought I had had good sourdough bread in the past. <laughs> and I, I had, but last weekend I got a, a loaf of the Joey Vitale sourdough bread. And? Unbelievable. I'm so jealous. Joey's the best. He's with us now on the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. How are you, sir? Randy, I tell you what, I'm doing well. We had a great exchange last week. You know, carrot cake for sourdough bread. Your your cake lasted probably, I think, two nights total. (laughs) But I had to hide it. You know, I had to hide it because I got my kids, I I call them mice. Like, I, I go to bed at night, and I'm usually the first one to go to bed, right? Because I'm exhausted, and then I just hear these little, these little, these little toes uh, around the, the kitchen, and then they start walking around. And so I wake up the next morning, I see half the cake gone. I go, "Which one of you little mice got into the cake?" And they have the biggest grins on their faces. So what I had to do is I had to cap it, and I actually hid it where we keep the lunch meat. I hid it in the back drawer and like covered it with lunch meat. So th- that was my only savior, or else it would have been gone by the next day. Smart, savvy move. Except then Joey, did the cake taste like lunch meat? <laughs> no, no, it didn't because he, he put a cap, like one of those clear those clear lids on top. Oh. So, yeah, that, that was something I had to make sure of. But I tell you what, even if it would have tasted like lunch meat, it's still, it's still the best carrot cake I've ever had. So thank you again, Randy, for oh, that. Thank you. That's a high compliment. And thanks for the, the sourdough. It was spectacular. Well, I'm Beautiful. very jealous of this barter system you two have going on. But, Joey, since we're talking food, we have to bring you in on the debate of the day. During Take It or Leave It, we had this presented to us. So tell us if you take it or leave it. Honey mustard is the best dipping sauce for chicken strips. Where's your stance uh, on this? Oof, leave it big time. Leave it big time. Big time. I mean, barbecue. I mean, nice, nice barbecue with some chicken fingers is really good. What did you guys say? I took ranch every day and twice on Ooh. Sunday. Ranch is good. Ranch is salad sauce. Nothing nothing wrong with the ranch sauce. How about you, Michelle? I want honey mustard. I said if I have barbecue, ranch, and honey mustard in front of me, I'm going to use more of the honey mustard on my chicken strips. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think the, some people do the, the ranch and barbecue double dip. You ever tried that before? That actually has got some, that's got some stank to it if you ever try that. <laughs> yeah, I would think so. Yeah, I don't know that I could uh, enjoy that. By the way, one of the problems I really have is that I do have chicken strips twice on Sundays. <laughs> So I shouldn't do that. Uh, Joey, how cool is it? Doug Armstrong, and he's going to join us, by the way, at 930. But he told Jim Thomas that the Blues are players are going to determine when they come back for camp. And you've played, I'm sure, for coaches that gave the players ownership and coaches that were kind of iron-fisted. I would think that from a player's perspective, you have to love the fact that the franchise is giving you ownership of the product on the ice. Yeah, I think that's important, uh, Randy, for sure. You know, I think that a lot, a lot of the the dialogue right now is you see it, it it's players voluntarily coming back. You know, I, I talked to some of the players. I actually talked to one player the other day, and I said, is this is this really voluntary? And it actually wasn't a Blues player. I go, is this really voluntary, or is this something like 
um, you know, it's your choice, but it's not your choice kind of thing. And, and they told me, they said, it sounds to me from this team anyway, that it kind of is the optional skate um, methodology or mindset, if you will. And what I mean by that is uh, during the grind of the season, coaches will give the players uh, the optional in the morning. Do you, it's your option if you want to get on the ice and skate, or you can just go home, get some rest, and we'll see you at game time tonight. Now, it's an option for some players, but it's certainly not an option if you're a rookie or even like a second-year guy. You know, it's, they call it the, the optional, not optional, where it's yes, it's optional, but it's optional for the top guys. And if you're a rookie, you better be on the ice. So it's not really an optional. And, and to me, it sounds like this next phase uh, kind of has a little bit of that with it, where the team says, yes, it's absolutely your choice. But I think these players want to get back, and they kind of feel like, ah, I want to get back, and I want to be a part of it too. So uh, as great as that is for the management to, to give them that option, I think you're going to see a bunch of competitive guys that just miss it and want to get back and, and are excited to get back to the rink or at least the training facilities come Monday. Joey, how much of an X factor do you think a healthy Vladimir Tarasenko is going to be to this equation? Oh, it's going to be huge. I mean, and you know, I talked about Vladdy in, in the past a little bit in regards to this. You know, having, getting Vladdy back in this situation – it's so much more important, I would say, because it's not just Vladdy being healthy and fully ready, but the whole other side of this, what does this competition look like? You know, it, you know, having a player come back, let's say he has surgery over the summer and he comes back in mid to late October, okay? The competition in late October, right when the season starts, I mean, it, it's, it's ramped up. It, it's high-intensity hockey, right? Same, same, same goes if a player comes back in playoffs. The competitors, the teams they're playing against, are at their all-time best. So when you have an injured player come back in either October or, let's say, May, it looks very different than, let's say, a player coming back in February when it's the grind of the season, right? And, and you can come back and you're healthy. And meanwhile, your, your competition, the six, uh, five, six guys on the other side of the red line, they're, they're at their lowest, right? They're exhausted. They're tired. So that's the, the coming back on an injury is always two equations. It's always how are you feeling personally as a player, but how is the other team going to look? So for Vladdy, it's going to be great that he's going to be fully healthy, but I think his biggest advantage here is that everyone's going to kind of be, for better or worse, sitting on their butts for the last three months, and, and he's going to come in fresh and healthy, and his competition isn't going to be as sharp, right? Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Where he's going to have a little bit more of an edge, I think. So I think he's going to come back and, and, and have an absolute tear. You know, another player that isn't really talked about from the injury standpoint because he wasn't on the IR when the Blues uh, paused the season, uh, and Oscar Sundquist. He, he is a player that is so valuable to this team. And I, and I always call Oscar, he's like that old chewed-up uh, chewed up dog toy you give to your, your golden retriever or your pit bull, and after two days the eyeball's falling out, it's hanging <laughs> by a thread. That's what, that's what Oscar is to me because he shows up every day. He never takes a day off. He never takes a shift or a game off, but you see how he puts his body on the line every single night. And I know for a fact, before this pause, he was hurting, and he was probably a couple games away from being put on the shelf for a while. So that's another player that is going to be so valuable given all this rest that he's going to come back and be healthy uh, come hopefully sometime in July. Joey, I brought this up earlier in the show. Last year in the playoffs, Jay Bomeister and Colton Pareko were the best shutdown pair of defensemen in the NHL. And we love what 
Marco Scandella brings to the table. And the Blues have a lot of great defensemen. But that's one aspect to this playoffs that'll be different than last year is that you had one of the premier defensive defensemen of his era in Bo Meester playing at a really high level. And Marco Scandella just hasn't done that before. You know, I think that Marco, from what we've seen, has certainly um, shown the coaches. Obviously, Doug Armstrong signed him to a, a new contract. It, it, they've shown enough, or they've seen enough out of him to think that this could be Colton Pareko's go-to partner for the next, next three years at least. So I think that you, you look at Marco, you look at his size, you look at his physicality. He's played in the central division. He's very comfortable. I mean, I remember when he came to the Blues, his first couple days, if I didn't know any better, I, I would have guessed this guy has been a veteran on this team for the last seven years. I mean, he was very comfortable, smiling, getting along well with everyone. I, I think the fact that he's been in this league so long, he's been a part of this division, he's played against these guys so much, he just really kind of, from a personality standpoint, kind of came right in and just felt very, very comfortable. Now, I think that personality really translated on the ice. He didn't miss a drop. I mean, he didn't spend any time trying to figure out the new system or working out the kinks with his partner, Colton Pareko. Uh, you know, it's funny. Marco actually told me when he came here, uh, and I asked him about his adjustment, how it's been so successful. And he said, why wouldn't it be? I'm playing with basically the Connor McDavid as a defensive partner. He, I mean, he compared Connor McDavid is basically what Colton Pareko is to Adina. Wow. If you're a forward, you get traded to the Edmonton Oilers. It's your dream because you're playing with Connor McDavid. For Marco, it's his dream to come to St. Louis and play with, um, you know, Colton Pareko. Pat Maroon, I was talking to him the other day. He plays with Victor Hedman, who has won multiple trophies. I mean, he's one of the most prolific, uh, highest-rated defensemen in the league. And he even said to me, he goes, Joe, I play alongside Victor Hedman. I, I'm not giving the edge to Victor Hedman. I would I would put Colton Pareko above Victor Hedman as far as a complete defenseman. So I think Marco, in, in his own respect, has done so well individually, and he'll be the first to say it because he's got such a great partner in Colton Pareko. Uh, I think for the Jay Bowmeister part you were just asking me, Randy, I think what the Blues are going to miss a little bit uh, from being around these guys every day, I think they're going to miss his kind of calm disposition. I think that you look back over last year's playoffs, uh, hearing him talk about after game six getting just shellacked at home versus Boston and then having to go back on the road for game seven. I mean, listening to his interviews, you would have thought it was a preseason game based off how his tone. I think that this team last year was so successful because there were so many big moments, but they didn't have that uh, high-strung, high-energy, wiry group of guys that, that, that couldn't handle the situation. They had calm players like Jay Bowmeister. I mean, you look at Ryan O'Reilly, who's calm as a cucumber. Colton Pareko, probably the nicest guy in the National Hockey League. I mean, you go through all the leaders, they had a very calming presence in that room. Whenever you thought there was going to be some sort of panic, it never really happened because of that calm, uh, that calm nature. And I think Jay Bowmeister was a big part of that. So I think that if there's one area where they're really going to lack this year because of losing Jay and now replacing Marco – is going to be from a locker room standpoint when, when they're up against the wall, they're down in the third period, it's a deciding game seven. Will they have that same calming presence moving forward? Finally, we started this conversation with food. We'll end it with food. How does the Vitali family celebrate National Donut Day? Oh, man, donuts are my, like, that's like my biggest weakness. You know what I mean? I think that if you have to go with a donut, you got to go with the sprinkles, you got to go the long drive. I'm not a big fill up the donut i don't know who did this who ruined the donut by filling it with custard it just it grosses me out but the uh, i tell you what tim hortons has these french crullers mm-hmm. have you ever had a french cruller oh my god those will blow your mind <laughs> and then uh they have these brioche ones but um the only, my, my, my two bugaboos my two bugaboos with donuts 
don't fill it with stuff. And then I never appreciated when people actually dipped a donut in coffee because then it just falls apart in your coffee. And then the thought of having to drink that coffee with all that crummy, slimy stuff at the bottom, it just kind of freaks me out a little bit. So get a dozen, fill it with sprinkles, get lots of color. And I think there should be no rules today for parents with kids. If, if it's National Donut Day, get as many boxes, let the kids eat till they get sick. And then you deal with the consequences later. <laughs> Very well said. Joseph, great to hear from you. Thanks so much for the time. Have a great weekend. Michelle, Randy, always a pleasure. You guys have a great weekend, too. All right, brother. See you. That's Joe Vitale on 101 ESPN.